For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wind and Willows by Kenneth Graham Chapter 7 The Piper at the Gates of Dawn A willow wren was twitting ring his thin little soul, hiding himself in the dark severage of the river bank. Though it was past ten o'clock at night, the sky still clung to retain some lingering skirts of light from the Departed day, the sulken heats of the torrid afternoon broke up and rolled away at the dispersing touch of the cool fingers of the short midnight, midsummer night. Mole stretched on the bank, still panting, the stretch of the fierce day being cloudless at dawn, late sunset, and waited for his friend to return. He had been on the river with some companions, leaving the water free to keep a engagement. Of a long standing with Otter, he had come back to find that the hives dark and deserted. No son of Rat, who was doubtless keeping it up late with his old comrade. It was still too hot to think of staying indoors. They lay on some cool dock leaves and thought over the past day of doings how very good they all had been. Rat, late footfall, was presently heard approaching after, over the patch grass. Oh, the blessed coolness, he said, sat down, raising fretfully into the river, silent and preoccupied. You've stayed to supper, of course, said the whole world presently. Sit me had to, said the rat. They wouldn't hear of me going before. You know how kind they always are. They made things as jolly for me as ever they could, right up to the moment I left. I felt a brute all the time, as it was clear to me, they were very unhappy, though they tried to hide it. But I'm afraid they're in trouble. Little Potwee, he's missing again. You know that it, what a, a lot of his father thinks of him, though he never said much about it. What, that child? said Mr. F said Mole lightly. Well, I suppose he is. Why worry about it? He's always straying off and getting lost and turning up again. He's so adventurous. But no harm ever happens to him. Everybody knows, hereabouts knows him, likes him, just as they do old hot otter. They may be sure some animal will come back across him, will come across him and bring him back again, all right. Why, we found him ourselves, miles from home, and quite self-possessed and cheerful. Yes, but this time, it's more serious than the mole, rapped gravely. Been missing for some days now. Not as uh, the otters are hunted everywhere. 
high and low without finding the slightest trace. They asked every animal too, for miles around. No one knows anything about him. Otters are eventually more anxious than I admit. I got him out. I got out of him. That pretty young portly was learned to swim very well yet. I could see he's thinking of weir. There's a lot of water coming down still down still. Cause during the time of year, police always had a fascination for the kid, for the child. There they are. Well, traps and things, you know, otters. Well, I felt to be nervous about him and his son of his before his time. Now he is nervous. Now, when I left, I came out. He came out with me. He said he wanted some air and talked about stretching his legs. I could see it wasn't that. I drew him out and pumped him and got it all from him at last. Going to spend the night watching my, by the ford. You know the place where the old ford used to be? Bygone days before they built the bridge. I ain't well, said Mom. But why should Otto choose to watch there? Well, it seems it was there he gave Portley's first swimming lesson, continued the rat. From the shadow, gravy split near the bank. It was there he used to teach him fishing, and where young Portley caught his first fish, of which he was so very proud. The child loved the spot, and others think thinks that he might. He came wandering back from wherever he is. He came back, came wandering back from wherever he is. If he's anywhere by his time, poor young little chap, he might make for the ford he was fond so fond of, or he came across it. Remember it well and stop there and play, perhaps. So he goes there every night and watches on a chance, you know, just on a chance. He was silent for a time, both thinking of the same thing. A lonely, sore, sore animal crouched by the fold, watching and waiting a long night through. But on a chance. Well, well, said Rat presently. I suppose we ought to be thinking about turning in. But he never offered to move. Rat said the mole. I simply can't go and turn in, go to sleep. Do something even though you don't seem to do, but do anything to be that. I do nothing, even though it doesn't seem to be anything to be done. We'll get the boat out and paddle up the stream. The moon will be up half an hour or so. Then we'll search as well as we can, anyhow. Being better than do- going to bed and doing nothing. Just what I was thinking myself, said the rat. It's not the sort of night for bed, anyhow. Daylight is not very far off. And then we may pick up some news of him from early risers as we go along. They got to the boat out. A rat took the skulls paddling the caution. Out in midstream, when there was clear, narrow track, they faintly reflected the sky. Wherever shadows fell, the water from the bank, bush or tree, they were as solid as all appearance as the banks themselves. Mole had to steer with judgment accordingly. Dark and deserted as it was. Night was full of small noises. Song and chatter rustling, taking a busy little population up and about, plying their trains and vocations. Through the night, still sunshine should fall on them at last and send them off to their well known repose. Water own noises too were more apparent than by day, gurglings and cloops. When expected near at the hand, constantly they started at the scene of sudden clear call. For an actual articulate voice. A line of rising was clear and hard against the sky. In one particular quarter, 
is shown black against a silvery climbing phosphorescence. A grew and grew. Last of the rim, the waiting earth. Moon lifted slow majestically till it slung clear of the horizon. Brother free the moorings and once more began to see surfaces. Meadows widespread and quiet gardens and river itself from bank to bank. All softly disclosed. All was clean of mystery and terror. All radiant again as by part of day, as by day of their difference. That was tremendous. Their old hauntings greeted them in another raiment, as if if they had slipped away, put on this pure new apparel. The quiet came quietly back, smiling. They shyly waited to see if they could would be recognised again under it. Fastening their boats to the willow, the friends landed in silent silver kingdom, patiently explored the hedges, hollow trees at ruddles, and little cabalettes and ditches and drying waterways. Barking again and crossing over, they walked, worked their way up the stream and then the moonless matter, the moon serene and detached from the cloud of sky. But did she could, did what she could through those so far to help them in a quest? Till she, her home came and she sank earthwards reluctantly and left them mystery once more, held field and river. Then a change began slowly to clear itself, but it became clearer and the tree came more into sight and somehow with a different look, mystery began to drop away from them. The fire piped suddenly, was still. A light breeze sprang up and set the reeds of bulrushes rustling. Rat was the stern about a mole's skull sat up suddenly, listened with passionate intentness. Mole, whose over gentle strokes, first keeping the boat moving, they scanned the banks with care. Looking out, looking, looked at him crossly. It's gone, sighed the rat, sinking back into the again. So beautiful and strange and new, since it was its end so soon. I always thought I never heard of it. For his growls are longing in me without pain, pain and nothing seemed worse. Well, I just to hear that sound once more, go on listening, to go on, to go to it forever. No, there it is, there it, it, it is again. He cried alert once more. Enchanced he was silent for a long space of bell down. Now it passes. I begin to lose it, he said presently. Ah, oh, my, the beauty of it, of it, the merry babble of joy, the thin, clear, met up we call, distant piping, such music I never dreamed of, call of it, stronger than the music is sweet, roll on, my, roll, for the music and the call must be for us. Mole greatly wondering, obeyed. Hear nothing myself, he said, the wind playing in the reeds and rushes and oosters. Rat never answered, if indeed he heard rap, rap it. Transported. Trembling, he possessed in all his senses this new divine thing that caught up his helpless soul and swung and wrangled it. Powerless but happy infant in a strong, sustaining grasp. In silence, Mole rose steadily, and soon they came to a point a river divided long backwaters, branching off to one side. The slight movement of his head, Rat, who had long dropped the rudderless. Rather lines, direct the rubber to take the backwater. The creeping tide of light rained or gained. 
Now they could see the colour of the flowers, dreamed on the water's edge. Clearer and clearer, clearer and nearer still, cried the rat, joyously. Now you must be surely hear it. Oh, at last, I'll see you do. Breathless and transfixed, the mole stopped growing. As the liquid run, the glad piping broke on him like a wave and caught him up and possessed him utterly. He saw the tears in his comrade's cheeks, bowed his head and understood. For the space they hung there, burst by the purple, loose strife as fringed the bank. In a clean, imperious summons, they matched, they marched hand in hand, toxicating mentally, opposed it, wheel and mole, and melancholically he bent his oars again. The light grew near steadily stronger, but no birds sang as they were wont to do at approach of dawn. But for the heavenly music, all was marvellously, marvellously still. On either side of them, they guarded themselves. The rich meadow grass seemed the morning, and morning of the never, morning of freshness and greenness. On either side of them, they slid tall onwards. The rich meadow grass seemed that morning refreshed with greenness and sparkling. Never they noticed the roses so vivid. The wide low herb, so righteous, the meadow sweet, so odious and prevailing. They murmured, approaching weird, began to hold the fear there. They felt conscious they might have been near, nearing the end, where it might be the surely awaited expedition. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wide whole circle foam and glinting lights. Shining shoulders, green water. The great weir closed the backwater from bank to bank, travelled all the great surface, white surface, with twirling eddies and floating foam streaks, and dead in all other sounds, which seldom the smoothing rumble. In most, midmost of the stream, braced in the weir's swimmering arms spread, a small island. They anchored, fringed close with willow. Silver birch at my elder, reverse shy but full of significance, hid wherever it might hold her behind the veil, keeping it all, keeping it till the hour should come, with the hour, those who were called, those who were called and chosen, slowly but with no doubt or hesitation, whatever, and in something of the seldom expectation, the two animals passed through the broken, tremendous water, more than this boat, the flowery margin of island, the silence they landed, a push for the blossom and scented harborage, undergrowth that led up the double ground, till they stood on a little lawn, a marvellous green set round, and nature's own orchard trees, crabapple, wild cherries, slow. This is a place of my song dream, place that music's played to me, whispered the rat, as if in a trance. Here is this, is this holy place, here, it, anywhere, if anywhere, surely we shall find him. And suddenly the mole felt a great awe fall upon him, an awe that 
turned his muscles to water, bowed his head, and rooted his feet to ground with no panic terror. Indeed, he felt wonderfully at peace and happy, but it was an awe that smote and held him, and without seeing, he knew it could only mean some august presence was very, very near. The difficulty turned, turned to look for his friend, and saw him his side, cowed, stricken, and trembling violently, and still his utter silence, the populous pale haunted branches around him, and still the light grew and grew. Perhaps he would never dare to raise his eyes, but that through the piping was now hushed of call, the summons seemed all still dominant, dominant, imperious. He might not refuse with death himself. Waiting to strike him instantly. Once he had looked with mortal eyes on things rightly kept hidden, trembling obeyed, or raised his humble head. And then, in the utter clearness of the immediate dawn, while nature flushed with fullness of credible colour, seemed to hold a breath. The event he looked in his very eyes a friend and helper, saw the backward sweep of the curved horns, glowing in his gleaming in this glowing daylight, saw the stern hot nose between the kindly eyes, were looking down on him humorously, where the bearded mouth spoke into a half smile at corners, sort of missing missiles the arm like across the broad chest, long subtle hand still holding the pine pipes, only just fallen away from the parted lips, saw the splendid curves of shaggy limbs, Posing significant ease on a swag. So, last of all, nestling between these very hoofs, sleeping soundly in entire peace and contentment, a little round, podgy, childish form of the baby otter. All this he saw, for one moment breathless and intense, vivid on the morning sky, and still as he looked, he lived, and still as he lived, he wondered. Right, he f- found breath to whisper, shaking. Are you afraid? Afraid? murmured the rat, his eyes shining like love. Afraid of him? Never, never, yet, yet, oh, my, I am afraid. And two animals crouching down the earth, bowed their heads and did worship. Sudden and majestic, the sun broad, golden disc showed itself over the horizon facing them, and the first ray shooting across the level water meadows took and was falling eyes and airs of them. When they were they would look once more, vision vanished and vanished, the vision vanished, and the air was full of carol birds hailed the dawn. As they started there blankly in the dumb misery, deeply thing as they slowly realized they had seen and all they had lost, the capricious little days dancing up from the severe face of the water, tossed the aspens, shook the dewy roses, a blue lightning curiously in their faces with its soft touch. Some instant came an innocent oblivion, for this is the last best, last best gift of the carny demigod is careful to bestow those to whom he has revealed himself and their helping. Remember, gift of forgetfulness, least it all for remembrance to remain and grow overshadowed mirth and pleasure. Great haunting memory. The spell on the afterlife of little animals helped out difficulties in order they should be happy and light-hearted as before. Mal rubbed his eyes and stared at Rat, who was looking about him. They sought a way, 
puzzles away. Bank upon. What did you say, Rat? he asked. I think of it. I was only remarking, said Rat slowly. But this is the right sort of place at here. here, if anywhere, you should find him. And look, why, there he is, a little fellow. With a cry of light, he ran towards the slumbering boldly. But Mole stood still a moment, held in thought as one wakened suddenly from a beautiful dream. Jogglers would call it, can only recapture nothing but a dim sense of beauty of it. Your beauty till that too fades away, it's cold. Turn, dream of bitterly sets the hard cold, waking all its penalties. So Mole, after struggling with his memory for a brief space, shook his head sadly and followed the rat. Polly woke up with a joyous squeak and wiggled with pleasure at the sight of his family's friends who played with him so often. Past days, a moment, his face grew blank. He fell to hunting ground a circle with pleading and fleeting wine. A child that was fallen happily asleep in its nurse's arm wakes to find itself alone, laid in a strange place of such corners and cupboards, and runs from room to room, despair growing silently in its heart. You so poorly searched the island, searched Duggan, and wearying up until the last black moment came for giving it up and sitting down and quite crying bitterly. Mal ran quickly to comfort the little animal. The rat lingering looked long and doubtfully at certain roof marks deep in the swamp. Sam, great animal has been here, he murmured slowly, and thoughtfully stood musing, musing his mind strangely stirred. Come along, rat, called Mole. Think of the poor otter waiting up there by the fold. Polly had been had soon been comforted by the perfect promise of a treat. A jaunt on the river of Mr. Mole's, Mr. Rat's wheel boat, Tournament conducted him to Waterside, placed him securely between them, bud on the boat, paddled off down the backwater. The sun was fully up by now. Hot on them birds sang lustily, without restraint, and flowers smiled and nodded from other either bank, but somehow so thought the animals with less rich less of richness and blaze of colour they seemed to remember seeing quite recently somewhere they wondered where the main river reached again they turned the boat to the heads upstream towards the point where they knew their friend was keeping his lonely vigil they drew near the familiar fold the mole took the boat to the bank and they lifted portly out and set him on his legs on the foe path Gave me his marching orders and friendly farewell. Pat the back and shoved him out in the middle stream. They watched the little animal. He's waded along the path contently with importance. Watched him until they saw him his nuzzle. Suddenly lift his waddle. Waddle break into a clumsy amble. He quickened his pace with shrill whines and wiggles. Recognition. Looking up the river, they could see Otter start back, tense and rigid from way out of the shadows. He crouched in dumb patience. He could hear his amazed and joyous bark. He bounded up through the oysters on to the path. Then a mole, with strong pull of one oar, swung the boat round and let the full steam dream bear them down again. With it would, the quest now happily ended. I feel strangely tired, Rat, said the mole. Leaning wearily over his arms, as the boat drifted. Been up all night, 
They save her, and you save hats, but that's nothing. We do as much as half the nights of the week at this time of the year. No, it feels as if I've been through something very exciting, rather terrible. It was just, and it's just over, yet nothing particular has happened. Well, something very, or something very surprising, splendid, beautiful, moaned Rat, leaning back, closing his eyes. I feel just as you do, Mole. Sent me dead tired. No, not body tired. It's lucky that we got the stream with us. Take us home. Isn't it Johnny feel the sun again? Soaking into one's bones and heart being playing in the reeds. It's like music, but far away music, said Mole, nodding to Aslan. No, I was thinking, murmured the rat, dreamfully and languid. Dance with it, little insult that runs on without stop, with words in it too. Passes the woods out of the limb again. I'll catch them in intervals. And it's deep dance music once more. And nothing but the reeds spoke softened, thin whispering. You heard be- you hear better than I, the mole suddenly. I cannot catch the words. Let me try and give them, give you them, said the rat softly, his eyes still closed. Now it's turning into words again. Fate but clear, least that all should the will turn your frolic to fret. You shall look on my power on the hour, but then you shall forget. Now the reeds take you up, forget, forget, they sigh. It dies away in rustle and whisper, then the voice returns. Each limb be reddened and rent, I'll spring the trap and let it set, as I lose the snare with your glimpse at me there, or surely you shall forget. Go nearer, Mole, nearer to the reeds, it's hard to catch the groans. That's every minute fainter. Elpa and Eula, I cheer shall welts of the woodland wet. Strays, I find it in it. Wounds, I bind in it. Bead and them all forget. Nearer, mouth, nearer. Now it's no good. The song has died away into retalk. What do we, what do the words mean? said the wondering mouth. That I do not know, said Rat simply. I'll pa- I passed them on to you as they reached me. Oh, now they turn again. This time full and clear. This time at least, at last, is a real unmistakable thing. Simple, passionate, perfect. Well, let's have it then, said Mole, after he'd waited patiently for a few minutes, half dozing in the hot sun. But no answer came. He looked and understood the silence. The smile is much happiness for his face. Something of a listening look still lingering there. The very rat was fast asleep. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.